Welcome to Trek Tuesday, with interviews from every Star Trek generation. We have the complete roundtable session with Sonequa Martin-Green, who is Michael Burnham on Star Trek Discovery. She joined us uh, with deep enthusiasm for the new season and just life, I think. She's just a happy person. At this roundtable, it's a very crowded room, and it was literally in the bowels of Madison Square Garden, where the actors would come and kind of hang out after they were on stage. I really liked Burnham's Roddenberry-esque speech at the end of season one. And I'm wondering if that resonates into season two. It's the end of the journey of season one, but it will resonate in season two because it's not over. It's just the beginning of it, actually. Um, because the redemption arc um, that we explored in season one continues. There was certainly some professional redemption. There was the reinstatement into Starfleet. There was the um, interpersonal redemption. You know, a lot of the people on the ship stopped looking at me like they wanted to kill me and, uh, forg you know, forgave me and, and, and uh, obviously my loved ones and whatnot. Um, but um, what is most important um, is that Burnham forgives herself. Um, because as Burnham, I carry a tremendous amount of guilt and shame. Um, that's a sort of... Um, that's that's a that's a foundation in, in in my heart, unfortunately, because of the tragic event of my parents being murdered, and me, you know, essentially being responsible for that. So that then factors into your very identity as a child, and you carry that for the rest of your life. And so, um, it's going to be very important that I forgive myself and realize that it is not about me denying my emotions because of my logic uh, training and upbringing, but it is also not about denying my logic so that I can uh, fulfill my emotions. Um, there's been a sort of waterfall happening, right? A sort of, um, you know, uh, bursting of the dam, if you will, um, because for so long it was so shut down and closed off, and then it just sort of was opened up at the end of season six, or, or episode six in season one, and now it's just bursting and bursting and bursting, and we're still sort of there in that place. And at this point now, I have to understand, I say to Sarek in the pilot, that uh, my emotions inform my logic, but now what I need to learn is Burnham is how my logic in informs my emotions. There is more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Here she comments on her complicated relationship with Ash Tyler and dealing with love, really for the first time as Burnham. It was certainly still the case with Tyler, for sure, because that was a that was a, a unique experience for Burnham. Um, I I had never been in love before uh, as Michael Burnham. That was the very that was the, a first love situation, a very new thing, you know, to, to go to a loving relationship from you know from from the you know sort of um, upbringing that I had. Um, and yes, this concept of love, I'm still learning about and still understanding, um, especially because. Um, the self-love is something I'm still trying to, 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 to learn. And, and Burnham actually um, may not even be completely conscious, may not even be completely aware of that self-love and, and, um, and, and, and how hard it really is to do it and, and, that, and that that is the key. I'm just saying, I just know it's Sadiqla, but that's what needs to happen. <laughs> Her real-life husband is appearing on Discovery Actor Kenrick Green. You know, I can say that he will 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 play a very memorable role. Um, but you know, he's just brilliant, and um, you know, caught the eye of the producers and casting directors, and um, and so you know, there 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 came the perfect role uh, for him, and 
and he won it and he got it and here we are and it's amazing and he's he's a brilliant actor and I'm very excited for everyone to see um, what he can do and uh, to see his soul and, and his spirit because he's such you know he's such a powerful person and such a beautiful person and so and 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 is and is that as well uh, as an artist we work together sort of on walking dead um uh we we were only in one scene together we didn't speak to each other but we were in the scene together but then before that we were in a play together uh in princeton new jersey of all places at the mccarter theater and that is actually where we met <laughs> Sci-Fi Talk returns in a moment. She's had the luxury of being on two iconic shows in The Walking Dead and Star Trek. So here she compares the fans of each. That's the similarity, right? Is the devotion of the fan base. And I find that that's the case with sci-fi in general. And it has made me come to dearly love and respect sci-fi for that reason. I, I mean, I always loved sci-fi as, as a child and as a teenager and whatnot. And, uh, but now I really understand its power. And, and it's because of these, fa these, these fantastic ex circumstances, right? Um, these these hyper-realities that we get to live in, that open up our hearts and, and, and help us suspend our disbelief. And then all the themes that are there, the themes of truth and love and diversity and universality just come right in. They just flow right in and you don't even, you don't even readily realize what's happening. And that's what I love about sci-fi. And so that is reflected in the fan base. And I can't, I can't love the, these people more because I, I truly believe it is a collective communion uh, that we're all in together, right? We're all having this shared experience over this thing that is bigger than us, right? So I, I love it. She did give us a little codicil of what her relationship is with Ethan Peck's Mr. Spock. It is a difficult relationship. I can tell you that. It is a difficult, complicated relationship. And we dig into it very deeply. And I really love it. <laughs> and I'm very excited for you to see it. What? what episodes airing this season that will literally have us reaching for cocktails or any kind of drink that we like? I will say episode one, for sure. I say for episode one... Um, you can do sober. Uh, episode eight. I need a little, I need a little wine. I need a little wine with episode eight. Episode eight, woo! Episode eight gets in there. Um, yeah. I asked her what it was like to play the more reserved Vulcan side of Burnham that we saw in season one. Vulcan, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, which is actually really exciting, right? Because it's, you know, as an actor, it's, it's, it's the things that are different from you, right? That where you really get to play. Um, because I don't use my own life when I tell stories. I, I just use the writer's narrative. And so I do still find similarities in the writer's narrative to me, Sinequa. But it is the things that are different. Um, it's me as Burnham. I, I, I probably couldn't be more different than I am as Sinequa. Um, so it's cool when I get to do that because it is just such a departure. And that's the, that, there's the, the fun of playing and the joy of it. Yeah. Thank you. Star Trek Discovery starts January of 2019 on CBS All Access. 
You know, as I mentioned in my time capsule episode, a good way to save some money on CBS All Access is to get it with commercials because the commercial breaks are not as many as they would be on regular television. There'll be a podcast special on Star Trek Discovery airing this January. There'll be a whole bunch of Star Trek podcasts that I had done in the past that will be highlighted also in January of next year to promote the premiere of the latest Star Trek Discovery. If you've seen the sizzle reel, it's absolutely off the hook. I really can't wait for this to come back. I was totally pleased with the first season. I mentioned this to Robert Kurtzman at the roundtables, that I look at it as more, not as a reboot, but maybe more of a reimagining. It's their new vision of Star Trek, but yet keeping with the doctrines that Gene Roddenberry put in, and also Star Trek canon, too. I mean, it'll be cool to see the interpretations of Pike and Spock coming up on the series, to say the least, and also where Burnham is going this year, along with this amazing cast. And I also want to thank New York Comic Con and also CBS. Thanks for listening. I'm Tony Tolato. Hi, I'm George Decay, and I listen to Sci-Fi Talk. 